everybody, and welcome to podcast number 22 of The Real Estate Show. I'm Cherie Selly, and with me is Judy Steenland. She is amazing. She is talented. I'm so glad that she is with our brokerage, and just we do uh, a lot of work together, but we also have a lot of fun, a lot of life that we share, a lot of experiences. So, Judy, thank you so much again for being on the show. Well, thanks for having me. It seems like it's been a while since we've been here. We've been out real estating. I know. Working hard. I know. Yeah. So we've had to catch up with these last couple of podcasts. Yeah. So, um, but you have, we're going to continue on a little bit from where we were with the last podcast, 21, mm-hmm. um, because I think that... Well, first of all, let me just back up. If you didn't hear podcast 21, I just want people to know that we're shooting this towards the very end of September. We don't have, um, we don't have any new numbers yet, but let me just go over the stats that we do have for numbers for Colorado Springs and El, this is El Paso County, Mm -hmm. um, that the average price of a home right now, um, and it was actually August is 499,278. The median price didn't change from July to August, so it's 450. And inventory has increased a little bit, um, but we're still on record low inventory. Mm-hmm. Just over a thousand units or so um, that are active. And um, I think we need to keep going because part of what we talked about in the last podcast was um, I'd mentioned that there was a a home. It was a million and a half dollar home that I I didn't actually get the listing for mm-hmm. and and they've had a lot of days on the market with significant a significant price reduction mm-hmm. because they didn't put anything into the house mm-hmm. and it makes me sad because I really 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 am not there for myself it's like any advice and you know this you're the same way any advice we give is because we know what will attract the buyers mm-hmm. and what's going to be the most life-giving Mm-hmm. for the seller like right we want our clients to make money yeah so well and you and I had talked about it a little bit is um, freshening paint and adding some you know fresh accessories and um, just it, it brings life and energy into a space that is contagious so when a buyer does walk in they feel that if it feels dark, it feels dated, if the paint needs to, I mean, paint's one of the cheapest upgrades you can do. That's right. It is so cost effective and it makes a, a home feel fresh, new, and it smells good when you walk in. I mean, so you can true. smell fresh paint yes. and it gives your mind the sense that, wow, this is this is a new space. It feels new. Even if somebody doesn't have the budget to do everything, but carpet and paint, flooring yeah. and paint yeah. are like the two like standard things people right. should really consider doing if they haven't done it in a while. Yeah. Well, and with you, I know with me and even some of our, our other agents, we we carry a lot of staging items that we can bring in and that are, you know, very modern, very trendy. And, you know, our client that we just talked about in the last podcast that ended up with 17 offers, there were things that there was just not budget to do. I mean, the kitchen didn't have a backsplash, but we made that kitchen feel fresh and, and new just with a deep cleaning and accessories, and it showed beautifully. It's so funny how accessories can bring life to that space. Yeah, yeah. So, and that even goes to cleaning. You can A home can never be too clean. So, I mean, True. there there is money in elbow grease, so scrubbing baseboards and cleaning corners, things that you might not have addressed for 
many years or months <laughs> For, or yeah, ever. I was going to say a um, decade. <laughs> again, we don't live the way we sell. And so just that in itself, there's just, um, yeah, so it's putting, noticeable. Putting all that pre-listing energy into a home. It is, it is absolutely essential. Yeah. Even in a great market for sellers, which it is right now, I, I have to say the quality of offers and the overbidding. I, so I can say this. I have a, 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 the flip side of the story is we have an incredible seller who said, I trust you with the project. I'm going to totally let you take the reins. And we got our, our partner designer in, mm-hmm. and she got her crew in. And we did a complete renovation mm-hmm. of this house. Mm-hmm. It needed a renovation. It had been tenant-occupied and beat to a bloody pulp. And yeah. it was so sad to see the condition in like just a year and a half time. Mm-hmm. But guys, that's not the end of the story. We could have, we still could have put a sign in the yard. We could have listed it. It would have been like dog ugly listing special, you know, (laughs) but it it would have still sold in this market. They would have not benefited. So what did they put up front? Well, the budget was, you know, 50,000 to, and I'm talking, this is a big house. Yeah. So to redo this, they were at 50. We ended up having to go just about 58, a little over 58 because the front yard needed unexpected landscaping help and, and sprinklers and all that. But with that said, um, that home would have gone for maybe the mid fives at the time that I had comped it in the present condition, in as is condition. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it then the higher comps were like at six and a quarter mm-hmm. for that home. But I felt like after I saw it, not only completely renovated, but staged, I said we should go for 645. So I was pushing the envelope. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to sell at 680. Yeah. That's incredible. There's no, it doesn't justify on the comps, but people will pay for completion. Yeah. They don't want, I mean, they're putting everything up front when they're buying a home right now. Buyers are. Yeah. They're All exhausted. Their, their cash, they're, they're stretched in every way, emotionally, financially. They really are. Yeah. So when a home is turnkey, and I'm not talking a lipstick on a pig, Reno. I don't do those things. You don't do those things. Yeah. We, we do things the right way. Right. And people notice quality. Mm-hmm. Quality sells. Mm-hmm. And so when that home has been redone, guess who the beneficiary is? The buyer. Because they're not going to have to, they would not be able to stay within the budget we were in. Mm-hmm. We got great pricing. They couldn't do it for that. So the buyer benefits. They don't have to put money out of pocket that they don't have because they're covering appraisal gaps and right. down payments and all of that. And the seller, mm-hmm. way more money back than he would have if it was an as-is sale. Way more. Yeah. I mean, we're talking like they doubled their what they kind of thought that they would get out of it. Right. Their expectation. And that upfront investment that they made of $58,000 is less than what they would have had to re- their price reductions over a couple of months. Yeah. Um, so like that one, you know, that was in the million and a half range, the first price reduction, what was $140,000? Yeah. And so spending 50, 60,000 upfront would have been a huge benefit. That's right. So not everybody has that much money to right. spend upfront. Right. And we had one just like that. We had clients that were competing against multiple offers in their price point, And they ended, they weren't able to, they didn't have the appraisal gap money to compete. Right. Um, but they ended up buying one that needed 
to be fixed up and the seller didn't have the capacity to do it and it worked out beautifully for both of them. How many offers were on that property? We had zero offers on that property because there were zero competing there were zero competing offers because the house needed a renovation and no one wanted to do it. So guys that is key listen to that yeah so the one that we listed that was renovated we had way over asking price multiple offers throughout the weekend Mm -hmm. the same market home that had no, no work done zero offers except for yours that's right and the beauty of that one was the appraisal came in over um the contract price wow. which that doesn't happen very often i mean we're no. we're making up gaps we're not building we're, equity exactly well so, what a great thing for the clients yeah they were thrilled because that they they felt like they had the extra budget therefore to do those extra renovations i love that well that is yeah. key that is so key people so i think that um this entire podcast is dedicated to the lesson of put the work in but don't just put it in by yourself get wise counsel yeah that's what we're here for right because there are certain renovations that are going to bring more value than others and we want to maximize the dollars yes and we have the people that are not going to overcharge. Yeah. We have people that can deliver on a more immediate basis. And if you're not in this area, uh, please, you know, find somebody that's trusted in the industry. We can even refer you to people or an agent who can help you through the process. But we want to see the best outcome for you. Don't leave money on the table if you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah, and that was a great point, Sharice. Real estate agents have great connections wherever you live because they have to do constant repairs, updates, things like that. So a real estate agent is a great resource for um, contractors. That's right. So with that said, Judy, this has been fun. It's short and it's sweet, but thank you so much because this is invaluable to everybody who's listening. Yeah, great stuff, Sharice. So we'll catch you next time. See ya. Thank you. 